It's the Go Gopher Podcast with Mike Grimm, episode number 94. I am Mike Grimm, voice of the Golden Gophers, and welcome back to our podcast. And man, do we have a great podcast set up this week. We have the brother duo of Tyler and Jordan Newbin, who have in back-to-back weeks now won Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week and then Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week for their efforts in the current Gopher two-game winning streak. Jordan Newbin rushed 40 times for 204 yards and two TDs in his first significant playing time in his career in a win over Michigan State this past weekend, while his brother Tyler won the award the week before with an incredibly productive day in Iowa City to win Floyd of Rosedale. The brothers Newbin will join me on episode 94 coming up. Our Go Gopher podcast is presented by alumni-owned Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're a business founder planning to exit your business, start by contacting Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. Sunbelt serves more businesses up to $5 million in revenue than anyone, and True North M&A serves companies with revenues up to $150 million. You can get a confidential, no-cost, no-obligation business valuation started today. Make the most of your life's work. Visit at sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com today. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union is also a big sponsor of our Go Gopher podcast and a proud supporter of Gopher Athletics. Life math is complicated, and Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union makes it easier with local financial experts available to help in person or virtually. Learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. They sponsor our player profile segment supporting Gopher student-athletes, including our two guests today. As the official grocer of the Gophers, Cub is proud to be a sponsor of the Go Gopher podcast. In a hurry, don't worry, Cub delivers. Get fresh meat, produce, and everyday essentials delivered to your door. Our podcast is also sponsored by State Farm Agent Tony Hoagland at ChamplinInsurance.com. Tony's a big Gopher football fan. We're podcasting episode 94 from the Aquarius Home Services studio. We invite you to subscribe to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to do so. You can also go back and listen to past podcasts from previous weeks. Last week, for example, we had a great conversation with Gopher kicker Dragon Kesich as well as Gopher hockey star Jimmy Snuggerud. Definitely worth the time to go back and listen if you haven't already. Already heard it. This episode, we're talking Golden Gopher football with star safety Tyler Newbin and his younger brother Jordan Newbin, who just found stardom himself. We dive into episode 94 next. I'm Clay Geary, walk on, turn scholarship wide receiver for Gopher football. And I'm Ben Utek, U of M alumni, Super Bowl champion, and Tony Dungy Uncommon Award winner. We understand championship culture, which is why we're part of the True North family of companies. True North invests in only elite teams, like the champion team at Sunbelt Business Advisors, Minnesota's largest seller of companies. To learn more about True North and our diverse family of independently owned companies, visit truenorthequitypartners.com. When we say that Cub Milk is the freshest in town, we mean it. Less than 48 hours from farm to store fresh. We guarantee seven days or more of freshness. It all starts with local dairy farmers who take great care in making sure all the cows are happy and healthy. We support local farm families 365 days a year. And that makes our milk even more delicious. So you always get the freshest milk and the biggest smiles. It's episode number 94 of the Go Gopher podcast. And man, am I excited for this one coming up here because we have the brothers Newbin, as I like to call them, Tyler and Jordan. And Tyler, I'm sorry, I'm in a headline here with your brother, Jordan. Hey man, no problem. Huh? No problem. Jordan, he's, what he's a game, main, huh? He's a main yeah. event, man. Yeah. <laughs> How much fun was that last week? It was super fun. It was a great opportunity to be out there with my team. It was 
it was a heck of a time. How much, um, I mean, you knew you were going to get your chance, right? Because yeah. of different things and injuries and you've gotten a few chances over the course of time, but I'm talking like in a, you know, this is a, you know, first half kind of situation. You knew you'd get a chance. Did you think you'd, I mean, I don't think anyone figured to get 40 carries in 204, right? Yeah, no, I didn't, I wasn't aware I was going to get that many carries, but, um, as coach always says, just be ready for your opportunity when you get it. And, um, I think that's just what, what happened. Thing that I liked, and maybe I'm wrong. You can correct me if so. Is it? Um, it was apparent to me that as the game went on, you just got more comfortable, and then pretty soon you were. I mean, I thought it was Mo Ibrahim out there for a minute. <laughs> I mean, really, the way you were setting up blocks, the way you were running behind that, it was it was a typical Mo looking game. Um, yeah. did, were you getting more comfy as the game moved on? Uh, yeah, our coach always just talks about being a plus game runner. Um, get him four to five yards a pop. And then um, as the game wore, um, went on and then defense started to wear down, I just felt myself getting more comfortable. And then you just, one's going to pop eventually. How sore are you on Sunday? Uh, a little sore. A little <laughs> sore. But, yeah, but um, <laughs> definitely got back throughout the week um, and been in recovery heavy. So You're feeling good now? Yeah, feeling we're, great. We're, for those listening, maybe not on today. This is Thursday. We're, we're recording, of course, a game coming up on, on Saturday. Um, one of my favorite, maybe my favorite moment might even be of the season because there have been a lot of cool moments. And Tyler, you've been involved in a lot of those. Mm-hmm. The interception to set up the win, um, you know, against Nebraska. You had, uh, you know, watching you and hearing you with Guardsy after that Iowa game and the emotion and what that meant to you and your teammates those are all good but I was glad I happened to catch uh, live on the call um, after uh, Jordan scored the first touchdown and you just sprinted down the sideline and you you had been obviously paying attention Um, what was that moment like for you man amazing bro I I wanted to be the first one down to him obviously I wasn't uh, but I did everything I could to to go down there and celebrate with him man I I knew that was that was a huge moment for him first touchdown Uh, I I just wanted to be a part of it with him when you, um, I, I mentioned the, the moments here, I remember you intercepted a ball at Purdue a couple of years ago to seal a win. You've had mm-hmm. some some big plays. Where does that moment that you weren't even involved in on the sideline rank at your time at Minnesota? On, on top, bro. Number one. On top, bro. I thought you might Honestly. answer it that way. Cause, uh, um, are you, is it just you two? You two? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I'm the same. I have a brother and, you know, I'm, I, I, he has been successful in the business world. And you just get proud of him. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like, man, um, you know, I don't care what I'm doing, but that was right. cool. So I thought you might answer that way, yeah. but you've done enough that maybe not because you have so many good <laughs> no, plays. I, I but, told my mom, I was like, I could have had three picks, two for touchdowns that game. I wouldn't have cared. JoJo scored. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm exactly like you. I have my a brother, and I were obviously way older than you, but he's two years younger than me. Are you guys two years apart? Or yeah, two, two years. years. Same thing, same yeah. thing. So you, yeah, so I know how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. As, as the, the pro- Actually, I'll be honest with you, as I'm watching it, um, I look over at Daryl, and um, it was it was almost, I mean, it, as weird as this sounds, because we have nothing to do with it, we, we got a little emotional, too, just yeah. to see it, because we, we love you guys, right? <laughs> and you're some of our favorites. And um, Jordan, what's it mean to you to hear your brother say that of all the things he's done, you created the best moment for him so far as a gopher? Uh, I mean, it feels great. I mean, we always just pray for this opportunity, always dreamed of having this opportunity to be able to play with each other on the highest level. So, I mean, it's just... Sometimes it just feels like a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it it, uh, it looked like a dream there. Then you got your second touchdown, and uh, we thought for a moment that probably put the game away, and then they bring in a backup, and it's always a backup, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, it's it's a different deal. And so he moves down the field, and then you guys tighten up and pressure him, and Jaw gets the big, uh, you know, the big uh, sack fumble, which basically clinches it, and uh, uh, field goal then from from our guy, the Serbian hammer, to, yes, to basically yes, seal yes, it away. Um, but uh, the second touchdown too, you worked for that. It was a couple yards out, but that drive. 
drive. I think you got every carry, right? I think may- maybe Ethan scrambled once mm-hmm. on one yeah. play, but you got every carry. They were just like, all right, you're the guy. Well, yeah. How did that feel to have, hey, we're just going to put the game on, on this kid's shoulders? I mean, just I just think the O-line blocked a great game and the receivers as well on the perimeter gave me holes to run through, allowed me to um, stretch and puncture on outside zone. So I think that's what allowed me to do that. All right, take us all the way back. Uh, obviously, Tyler was already here at Minnesota, so you're playing high school football. COVID kind of screws up the season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, take us through the recruiting process, um, what some of your options were, how you ended up here, and then I'm going to ask you also about the position switch once you got here. But take us through the high school situation. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a um, couple of Division One FCS offers and then a couple of Division Two offers, and then um, maybe around December, January of my senior year, Minnesota rolled around offered me a PWO, and then I just knew that was an offer that I couldn't pass up. Just being able to come here, play with my brother, and then just showcase my talents at the highest level, I couldn't pass up that offer. And um, you you discussed that, and Jordan was like, or uh, Tyler was like, all right, that works. You you were excited about it. Did you pressure him at all? A little bit. A little bit? (laughs) Put put a little bit of uh, a lean on him a little? Yeah, most definitely. Um, And then, so then you get here, Mm -hmm. and because you didn't play running back in high school, right? No, I played corner and um, wide receiver. It's amazing, right? And here we are now. Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week as a running back. It's Great. awesome. The week after, uh, your your older brother won for the second time this year, Defensive Player of the Week in the conference for his game down in Iowa. Um, so you get to campus. Um, you, you were at safety, right, right yeah. away? Yeah. And then take me through how then it progressed that you end up at running back. Uh, yeah, in 2021, we had a couple guys go down, as you uh, know, Mo. A couple. couple, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's uh, crazy. Mo, Bryce Williams, Trey Potts, they all um, went down to injury, and then uh, we just needed some depth into the room. So they moved me over for the time being, and then I guess it just kind of stuck. Just something clicked because mm-hmm. I think – I remember even talking to the coaches – because let's face it, sometimes a guy, you know, a walk-on, you're on the scout team. You might, as a walk-on, some walk-ons will be on the scout team forever and be happy about it. They want to be around the game. Sometimes it's – but coaches sometimes can keep an eye on it. Coaches were like, watch watch Jordan. He's he, he's going he's gonna to be a factor at some point here. They could tell mm-hmm. there was something there. Um, and they keep you there at yeah. running back. And so now you're getting your chances. You got a few carries last year in, in some non-conference games. You got in against the Michigan, uh, you know, late in that Michigan game. And and I remember watching Tyler up and at attention on the sideline, watching those carries as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so now um, you're at an impact. And um, what those coaches were thinking a year ago or whatever it was that, hey, just keep an eye on this guy. Mm-hmm. Here you are. So now that we've established what you've established, what do you think for the rest of the year for you now? Uh, I just think it's just being consistent in my game just every single week, um, taking it one game at a time, not resting on my laurels from last week, and then just being able to go out and just keep uh, performing at the highest level. Some of the stuff, too, in terms of what you can accomplish, talk about the importance of uh, one attitude, obviously, because scout team can be boring, I suppose. It might not be the most motivating thing all the time, but it, you entered it with with attitude had to be part of what kept you going, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's all about the mindset. It's At this level, I think it's more about um, what you have above the head than below the neck, because I think that everyone has it below the neck once you get to this level. So um, just being able to take it one day at a time, knowing that um, your opportunity is going to soon come, um, I think that's what kept me motivated and focused. I do want to talk about below the neck, too, because um, how much of uh, in terms of progress from a strength and speed and conditioning standpoint has it been for you, too, to to become a better player each year? Uh, yeah, I think um, 
our weight staff and our um, strength staff do a great job at developing players from um, where they come in at to where they want to be. So, yeah, I think I put on about 15 to 20 pounds since I got here. So, um, yeah, it was definitely a process. You get you two guys get into weight room competitions or anything? Yeah, he might, he might got me in the weight room. Nah, I, I, I wouldn't say squat, but but up top, he might got me. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, um, and you've know, obviously, uh, Tyler, you've seen Jordan's progress here and what, what he's done, and we talked, you've been on this podcast enough now, we've talked about it almost every time you've been on that, mm-hmm. and PJ talked about it on his coach's radio show this week, that when, when Jordan got here, um, it, it flipped a switch a little bit for you. I mean, you had the talent, you had you know the want to, and all of that, but it also maybe switched the the leadership role. You for almost sure. became a, a different guy from that standpoint. So walk us through that transition. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. When when he got on campus, obviously, uh, first off, I was super excited to have him here. But uh, I feel like I just kind of switched like right into big brother mode, really. And uh, I got to thinking about like a lot of things that I went through when I first got on campus. And um, when he first got here, I looked to help him with with almost everything, like from you know balancing uh, school and sports to you know making sure you're on time to things, making sure you where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. So um, I think that attention to like detail and helping him help me be more attentive to myself and what I'm doing. So um, I feel like that just helped me be more comfortable leading others, not just him um, and, you know, leading myself as well. So um, it just, you know, kicked me in the big brother mode. Just just had to had to be that guy. Did you feel like it was a, a situation, too, that you you wanted to be a role model? You, you If you did the right things, Jordan would follow along? Yeah, 100%, man, because, um, you know, I, I wasn't perfect when I first got here. Um, and I just didn't want, you know, him to go through the same things I went through, same mistakes I I made, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, definitely 100. percent And how about what are, what kind of role model Jordan has Tyler been in your time here? Uh, he's been a great mo- role model. I think that um, not only to me but to the rest of the team, he's just really stepped up as a leader, um, just taking these guys to where we want to go. So I think that um, he's done a great job. Did you guys were you guys still roommates? You guys roommates mm-hmm. through, yes, through this whole time? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and then do you? Are it just you two, or do you have uh, over the time have had some other guys? Yeah, we uh, we had J-Hal. Some of you guys have like five guys in a room, or yeah. whatever, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, we had J- we, me and him had Jayhaw for a while. At, at first, when we first got here, we didn't live together. Um, but then last year, we had we had Jayhaw in a room with us. And yeah. now it's just yeah. the it's just you two yeah. guys, yeah. just like when you were little. Yeah. Um, when you were growing up in the you know under the same roof, did you guys um, did you have like I'm thinking back even with my brother, we we got along great, but there were times where you'd get in a little scrap or a mm. fight. I had a scratch. Yeah. My face one time, um, and I'm guessing with the competitive nature of both oh, yeah, you guys, mm-hmm. how how was it growing up in the Newbin household it's, for you two guys? It's too many stories. For yeah, that. we used to uh, yeah. definitely used to butt heads a little yeah, bit. We yeah, gonna, we gonna need more than 25 minutes for that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that's for another time. Give me one. Give me one good one. Maybe uh, Jordan, did you ever whip him at any? I mean, did you ever get him? Um, I could say most recently. I remember um, we went back home a couple. Um, a few years ago, I beat him. Beat him in basketball. Nice. I think that's the, I think that's the first time I beat him in basketball since it's the yeah, last time. The last, it, probably the last your chest time. Out a little yeah, bit. a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I had to talk a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. PJ Fleck on his coaches show even talked about, and Tyler, you and I may have talked about it that um, when you were getting those scout team looks, and Jordan was a running back, you had to kind of you know go blank a little. I mean, and there were a couple meetings in the hole oh, yeah. where you guys scrapped it out pretty good. Huh? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You weren't giving the little guy a break. Yeah, no. I had to welcome. I say little guy, man. you know, figuratively, because yeah, he's, he, you know, he big guy, he's a big yeah. guy for sure, no doubt, no doubt. Um, how, 
and you've won this award a couple of times. Do you get a certificate or a plaque, or what yeah, do you get you, if you win Big Ten Player of the Week? You get like a little paper. So you're gonna have you now. You're gonna get one probably, and yeah. you have to hang that thing up on your wall or for something, sure, right? Yeah, sure. definitely, definitely gonna give that to my mom. Yeah, yeah right. Well, and let's yeah. talk about your parents because uh, PJ's talked about your parents a lot. We see them in the team hotel. They mm-hmm. go to all your games. Always a smile. Uh, both were athletes, right, at Eastern right. Michigan. Um, what um, what can you say about your parents, Tyler? We'll start with you and what they've what they've done and the support they've given you. And you think right. about coming to all these games and watching you guys play. Yeah, it's, it's just a blessing, man, to, to have those two role models um, in our life, to our whole lives, obviously. Um, just teaching us work ethic, um, you know, teaching us what, you know, healthy relationships look like, teaching us um, how important it is to be a good person and, and do everything the right way. Um, and obviously, you know, the jeans, obviously yeah. the athletic, <laughs> athletic jeans. But uh, besides that, I, I think that, you know, that they, they made so many sacrifices for us um, growing up, you know, keeping us on the straight and narrow. My mom was always really hard in, uh, on us with, with school and grades and doing the right things. My dad was always on us with um, just being able to work hard and outwork everybody around you. And um, I feel like those those morals are, are really instilled into us. Like they're, they're in our veins, me and him. Um, so when we came to college, I think it was it was just an easy transition to um, what we have to do on a, on a day-to-day basis, just being able to learn those things from them um, and being able to see them every single week. Like, you know, we, we get to talk to them there they don't got to go to two different colleges they're, they're just they're here every single week so mm-hmm. um it's, it's nothing but a blessing bro seriously what jordan would you say you've learned the most from your parents for for your life here um i think that my dad always just says like we would always have it athletically it's not what we do on the field but um what we do off the field and how we live our life off the field so i think that's just the biggest lesson that i've learned from my dad and my parents is just um being a great person always showing up on time Always be dedicated to your craft, and um, everything else will just take care of itself. So your guys' dad was a football player at Eastern Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he um, you guys played Eastern Michigan. I think we yep. talked about that earlier in the year, and he was um, obviously wearing the Gopher gear, not the uh, not the Eagles gear yeah, for that one. Well, my mom's a different story. She she, she, she had the EMU stuff. Did she? Yeah. yeah. She was, she ran track. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so is that where you guys got your wheels? I guess so. Yeah. yeah I guess. So. What um where what what position did your dad play? Uh, he actually played uh, cornerback and then played running back. No well, yeah, actually played running back first and then switched to cornerback. Gotcha. So yeah, he, yeah. he took your path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's pretty yeah. good. Um, did you guys growing up know that they, I mean, did they talk about their time as athletes? Did that help or did they kind of keep that to themselves? Uh, I feel like they, they kind of kept that to themselves. I feel like my, my pops was never um, the type to to want to live through us. Like he wanted us to, to want to to be what we are and be what we want to be. So um, we've always had the dream to do this um, and be where we are. And it wasn't any pressure from him. Like he was just like, whatever you do, you, you better just give it your all. Like, if you, you, you want to be, highest, yeah. if you want to be a garbage man, you better be the best garbage man on the block. If you want to be a dishwasher, you're the best dishwasher in the kitchen. So um, whatever we want to do, we, we're going to do it a hundred percent. So mm-hmm. if you want to be the best safety in the big 10, exactly. right. <laughs> you want to be the best running back yeah. in the big 10, Go then, ahead and then, be it. then here you, then here you are for sure. I, um, that, that, that that's the great lessons in life. Um, what um, they did you grow? I mean, I know you're from Chicago. Was that the whole you, whole life there? They settled in Chicago after yep. college. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. were that where they were from? 
Yeah, my mom's from Evanston. My dad's from Palm Beach, Florida. Gotcha. Yeah. So he he stayed north after yeah, uh, yeah. after college. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, what you know? Share as many details as you want about your family background. Uh, some people want to stay somewhat private. What do they What do they do for a living? And what uh, you know? How did How did that go in terms of lessons and such as well? Yeah. So they're both in insurance. My dad's a VP of um, Associates Insurance, um, really a wholesale insurance. And my mom, she works for Auto Owners Insurance out of out of Michigan. So she does a lot of claims, uh, liability things like that. Um, so yeah, they're they're both in the insurance world. So. Yeah, it's great. Um, I they I would do they drive to the home games from from uh, from St. Charles? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So that baby's that car's got to be on autopilot. That oh, thing, yeah, that yeah. thing. How many miles you figure over the Bro, years? Minneapolis to St. Charles? Too many. They yeah. could probably do the drive with their eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, you know, they would not need uh, they would not need directions or <laughs> yeah. anything like that. You got to probably drive through Madison, plug your nose when you go through that part of it, but then, uh, you know, then you move on from there for sure. Um, PJ has talked about your parents a lot, that they've been um, ideal in terms of, uh, you know, and I don't know if they've had trouble but with you guys, but if uh, in terms of him, uh, they would always call and support PJ mm-hmm. and say, hey, if you need any anything, call the kids and set them straight. Mm-hmm. If not, great work. <laughs> Keep moving on. Um, was it always like that? That they were, uh, you know, that they were, you know, making sure that you guys were were in line. Oh yeah, yeah. They they've always been super involved in, in both of our lives. Especially my mom. She wants to know everything. She has to know everything, and she usually does know everything. So that's that's usually how that works. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They usually. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I talk to my mom every day, so she knows yeah. she knows everything about my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't Are, hide anything from her. Uh, Facetime. <laughs> Yeah, FaceTime, yeah, yeah. yeah, phone call, anything. Yeah, that that's the way to do it now. You can uh, it's always fun to see um people. I I um have not gotten that far in the FaceTime. I'm still the old school Uh-oh. phone guy, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh you know, it's uh, the FaceTime is cool. My yeah. my kids are FaceTiming people all the time for sure. Uh hang tight for a minute. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors here of the Go Go for Podcast. Affinity Plus is your local credit union proudly serving Minnesota since 1930. If you're a current Gopher student or a proud Gopher alum, you're eligible to join a financial that wants to build a meaningful banking relationship and put you first. You can meet with a local employee at any of their branches statewide, including one right here near campus on University. To learn more or find other ways to connect, go to affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, doing great work in the community with Special Olympics Minnesota and the Polar Plunge, and a proud sponsor of the Go Gopher podcast and a proud supporter of Gopher Athletics. They also help us out here supporting student-athletes. They have provided a $100 gift card to both Jordan Newbin and Tyler Newbin for their appearance here on the Go Gopher podcast. Hi, Gopher fans. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on lights. We switch TV channels. We switch on the TV. And with the new transfer portal, some college students even switch colleges, which can seem crazy to us diehard fans. But what's not crazy is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, my agency can switch you over so we can start saving today. My team is ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood and show you it is, in fact, easy to switch and save. When you want the real deal, check us out at champlininsurance.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Episode 94 of the Go Gopher podcast with Mike Grimm rolls on. Special guests Tyler Newbin and Jordan Newbin, back-to-back award winners in the Big Ten in terms of Offensive Player of the Week and Defensive Player of the Week. And as you guys now um, look ahead, as we uh, you, you guys got Michigan State, third Michigan team, by the way, that, know, that right? you guys had played this week or this year. So you got Michigan State um, uh, last week. Good game, like like uh, despite you know maybe a couple of struggles early on that offensive side, and then I think it was. 
missed like six straight punts. They miss a field goal. You guys, uh, defensively, I mean, forcing Michigan State into that. Um, you've won two in a row. So now you got Illinois. Again, we're talking on Thursday. Tyler, we'll start with you. What do they bring offensively, and what do you guys have to keep an eye on? Oh, uh, they, they got a really good scheme, man. They, they do a really good job um, getting the quarterback easy throws, getting um, wide receivers really open access throws, uh, things like that. They have a really strong running game. Um, and they're very multiple. You know, they got a lot of different uh, formations, things that uh, they can attack you with. So uh, it's going to be a challenge for us. It's like always play our rules and, and play hard, man. Yeah, and then defensively, um, you know, last year, man, that team, I, I've said this a couple times last year, that was a struggle at, at Champaign. Um, that mm-hmm. defense, you know, they got three guys from that secondary playing in the league now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it just seemed like they had 12 guys out there the whole yeah. time. They, there was no open space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so, Jordan, I'll ask you in watching the film I don't think they can you know that level that was a that was a defense that's how the Gophers have played before too like last week that second half that there was nothing there for, mm-hmm. for Michigan State so what's Illinois do you see on film bringing this year uh they got a great front seven and then um they just play a lot of man coverage out on the perimeter so um just being able to um obviously run the ball and then being able to take our shots when they're open is definitely going to be in the game plan this week you guys um you know have had success with a lot of teams, and including Illinois, although the last two years they've gotten you. Um, that's your home state school, I guess, for a little bit. I don't know if you followed them at all growing up because people think people that don't follow it think Illinois is like in Chicago, but right. it's a good jaunt away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's Illinois. You guys are from Illinois. Um, how much How much do you just want to snap that two-game skid and, and get this one? Yeah, we, we want to get every single one. Obviously, you know, we, have, we haven't beaten them in a long time. They've had our number. So, um, you know, every game is a one-game championship season, especially in the West um, when everybody's so close. It's like everybody's in the race at the end of the year. And, you know, that's the position that you want to put yourself in. Like uh, Coach Flick always says, um, September and October set up November football and that's championship football. So uh, these four games this month are going to be the most important that we that we've played all season, uh, just because it's the next one and just because we've put ourselves in the position to be in the race right now. So every game's a championship game. Maverick's been fun to watch at linebacker, but it's also good to see number forty-five back yes. out there. What did you think of his uh, return last week, Cody yeah. Lindenberg? Awesome, bro. Awesome, bro. I, I know it felt even better for him. Um, you know, he was he was kind of getting emotional before the game um, and. You know, I went over there and I talked to him because you know I, I know I know what that feels like to have the game taken away from you. Um, and I know how bad he wanted to be out there. He he wanted to be out there more than anybody else wanted to be out there. And um, the way he played reflected that. The way he played definitely reflected that. He was flying around, um, he being was. loud, <laughs> making calls, and you know it was it was just awesome. I couldn't help but just smile uh, when he made the play and just just. Be happy yeah. for him. It adds an element to the defense because there were times where both he and Maverick were out there. There mm-hmm. were times where he and uh, Devin Williams were yep. out there. There were right. times where he wasn't out there where mm-hmm. because of the previous experience, it was still pretty salty out there. So he brings a new deal here right. that, that, you know, this month of November could yeah. be fun. We got, we got four linebackers that are really good playing at a really high level Yeah, C-League right too, right? Uh, yeah, C-League, Mav, Dev, and, and then obviously Cody. So, um it gives us a lot of options of what we want to do and how we want to play different formations, different um, personnel groups and things like that. So you know, it gives us a lot of options. Jordan Newbin is called JoJo around the facility. Is that a name from way back or is it is that a Minnesota created nickname for you? Yeah, I mean, that's a childhood nickname. It is. That's, okay. Yeah, that's from that's from back when I was like three, four yeah. years old. And then just you're not even the first JoJo. Yeah, no, I'm not the first JoJo. My granddad's actually the first JoJo. Is but, that right? Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. And then um, I just it just always stuck. So 
So do your parents call you Jojo? Yeah. You call him Jojo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Should I call you Jojo on the radio? Yeah, you can Would call you me Jojo. Would you prefer that over Jordan? I don't care, man. I just... I, I, yeah, <laughs> well, I might, yeah. I might sneak in a Jojo this <laughs> yeah, weekend. Yeah, then. On, then, you know, yeah. you get you find the end zone a couple times, we'll get a couple Jojos yeah, in there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, I know, um, Jordan, you got to get off. Jojo, you got to get off the class. <laughs> um, I appreciate the time sneaking us in between practice and class and uh, trying to grab a bite to eat. It's mm-hmm. awesome. You guys are some of our favorites. Let's go get Illinois this weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir appreciate it, Sounds Appreciate good. you. Jordan Newbin, Tyler Newbin. It's episode 94. There they are, the brothers Newbin, Tyler and Jordan, on the Go Gopher podcast, episode 94. My thanks to two of my favorite guys from a favorite family of Gopher football. I hope you enjoyed hearing from them as much as I did. Episode 94 is presented by Sunbelt Business Advisors and True North Mergers and Acquisitions. If you're buying or selling a business, visit sunbeltminnesota.com or tnma.com. We're also partnered with Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, a locally member-owned, full-service financial invested in you. You can learn more at affinityplus.org slash gogophers. That's affinityplus.org slash gogophers. They have an award-winning mobile app as well, so check that out. Cub is also one of our primary sponsors here on the Go Gopher podcast, and we're proud to have them on board. Cub is the official grocer of the Golden Gophers. We're also sponsored by State Farm agent Tony Hoagland. Again, I'd invite you to listen to past podcasts, and right now, click the subscribe button to the Go Gopher podcast. It's free to subscribe and free to listen at any time. And please share the link to the podcast with others so they can also listen and subscribe as well. We'll talk again next week.